0: Hey Star Wars fans, welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. I'm S. And I am Lottie. And we are back with Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 4, Faster. Can't this thing go any faster? Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently it can. If you yeah. drop the guns, it'll go faster. So, spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead, friends. We are going to be talking about Episode 4, Faster. And it's a fast paced episode, so we're going to talk fast. I'm going to spit it at you. We're going to jump right into a summary and talk about all the different things we have going on here. Really, I think I can sum this up in in, in one little kind of theme, and we'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. So this episode, we have Hunter and Echo. They're away on another assignment. Sid takes Omega Tech and Wrecker to Riot Racing on mm-hmm. Safatoma, a place I don't know anything about, Safatoma, yep. <laughs> to visit her cocky droid driver. Teo, as in like, hey-o, Teo. Oh. I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm just wondering what, how they come up with some of the names. I'm sure there is an Easter egg on that, so I'll start searching. Why Teo? Yeah. Because anytime they name a droid or someone. Oh, it a has a meaning? Thing, yeah, typically. Mm. Like, I mean, we, remember we were doing some of the... When We were doing the Rebels rewatch. We definitely found some of those Easter eggs where they named uh, the the quarry off after like Ralph McQuarrie, right? Concept, you know, <laughs> artist and stuff. It so it's really cool. But uh, yeah, okay. Sid is challenged by Malegi. Get your legs out there, Malegi. Uh, who this person is? One of her business rivals. His racer, uh, Jet Venom, is gonna go toe to toe with Teo, right? Yeah. So, but Malegi orders him to cheat, causing Teo to lose. Uh, when, when Malegi comes to collect, Omega challenges him to another race for Sid's freedom. But just before that event, Teo is wrecked in an accident. Of course. Quote, accident, right? Yeah. Uh Tech takes Teo's place as Sid's pilot and using his calculative intellect to offset his lack of experience, he wins. The race and then malegi honors his um part of the deal but mm-hmm. warns the clones that one day sid might turn against them yeah and that's really this whole episode's point yeah. is just to so let's ju- i mean we don't normally do it this way mm-hmm. but i guarantee you after watching this episode that either sid one does betray them down the line later <sighs> uh. in this episode or it seems like Sid yeah. betrayed them, and she really did not. Yeah. Because if you catch in this episode, she said very clearly, I've changed. Yeah. Right?
1: You'd be surprised. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, here's the thing. At, like Star Wars is all about change. You're allowed mm-hmm. to change. You can. Yeah. I mean, you can go from the light side to the dark side and back again. Right. Right? You have choices to make. Come back to the light. Yeah. Although Yoda does say, once you start down that path, forever will it dominate your destiny. Ooh,
1: I mean, uh, sorry to interrupt, because like, yeah. we we're watching Rebels too,
0: mm-hmm. And I mean,
1: Ezra has kind of started down that path. That's oh, insane. yeah. Oh,
0: Friends, we are behind the scenes also doing our, our Rebels rewatch. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten through season two. We're ready to drop the big format change coming soon on all that stuff. We are going to plow ahead uh in terms of the rebels rewatch and we're gonna yeah. get that all out to you guys soon because it's it's so much fun and yeah. it does I mean, again this comes to the bad batch takes place before all of that um but i think a lot of things that they're setting up here are going to play into uh, something down the line like something yeah. there's got to be a reason for it you know and mm-hmm. I, I know the reason right now is just to show us this group and show us the transition the phasing out of all other clones and what happened to the clones right last episode yeah. we were talking about commander cody mm-hmm. we've, we've seen captain rex we need a little bit more in terms of their story and where do they go those are beloved characters that people want to know kind of what happened yeah right how did they get there so uh it's great just to sort of fill in the gaps and i know some people are sort of like as eh, come on now there's actually too much star wars going on we don't need all <laughs> this stuff i don't know i'm a guy who basically wants i want more I, right What's i know it? i shouldn't and i know i shouldn't yeah,
1: yeah. or the other one
0: uh, more more yeah kylo ren going (laughs) crazy more oh my gosh it's so funny yeah lottie has definitely been um getting a lot of star wars TikTok or you know shorts uh, on her phone and it's just great infiltrated
1: with star wars now
0: that's fantastic is that
1: how you say it infiltrated infiltrated
0: yes so uh but yeah i think this is really nice you know when omega so the theme as i was saying is is Mm -hmm. that sid is going to you know betray them but yet she is saying that she's changed she changed her ways yeah omega steps up here and says we got to do something this is not the right thing we can't just let sid be taken from us and so first of all sid i i think she's getting desperate Mm -hmm. because she's going on these weird sort of i I don't know she's betting right she's 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 gambling away here and it just feels like she needs some more money or resources Mm -hmm. or Maybe the jobs are running short. This other job, it only took two of them to go and do. So tech and wrecker are just chilling. Yeah. Omega's just chilling. Right. At the beginning of that, she mentions like, hey, you're running don't be wasting the electricity. I know,
1: I saw that too. <laughs> right? Yeah. So what
0: does that mean? I mean, if they're wasting electricity, it, it's it's like her her place mm-hmm. I feel like is going under. Don't yeah. you? Yeah. What do you think?
1: Well, I was gonna ask you, remind me again, have we seen her? I mean he, she's always been into like a little bit of shady business, right? Right. But have we seen her turn against them ever before or like mm. where where we didn't really know if she if we can trust her?
0: Well, and so one thing that they say early on and this is what I think sometimes proximity or like just time when you when you watch something you forget things that were mentioned in season 1 or mm. early on and I know you you and I also kind of like quickly went through that and I gave you a crash course on it. Yeah. But in the beginning there she's sort of a Jedi informant. She oh. is someone that the Jedi sort of trusted. Yeah. to pass information so she has had a change of heart essentially so wow. like she was working she seemed to be involved with a lot of these lower life individuals mm-hmm. or 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 on the um uh the criminal underworld yeah. if you will right yeah. And so she has a lot of resources and connections but she definitely has changed her ways yeah and that's been mentioned a couple times but they're also seeing through you know, through association, like Omega, Wrecker, Tech, here are now seeing these other guys that she's associated with, yeah. and that might dominate what they think, especially once jobs run out. Yeah, and Sid can no longer help them, and is is not maybe as well connected, mm-hmm. or uh, I don't know, kind of like a well that that dries up. I mean, she right. had this well of resources, and and was um, it, although on the on the in the underground, I feel like there's always something that you could do. I I feel like there's always some sort of deal to be made or something. So who knows? But it could be the growing crime syndicates here. Mm. Uh, That's something later on like Darth Maul gets involved with because... Spoilers for people in Rebels, but like, I mean, who are going along with our Rebels rewatch, uh, Lottie now knows that Darth Maul is like back yeah. as the old master. Yeah. So we're going to be dropping that later on. But he, before you saw him in Rebels, yeah. he is ascending. He is this, he's forming, he has this shadow collective that he's still, mm. by the time of Solo, is the head of. Yeah. The Solo movie, like, Darth Maul becomes the head of um, uh, Crimson Dawn, if you will, and, and he's he's sort of ruling all these other sub factions like Black Sun and, and the Pikes, and he seems yeah. to have sort of a hold on them. So I'm kind of wondering with, with Sid being associated with some of these other groups, mm-hmm. like in the Pikes, I mean, we had an episode where the Pikes in uh, season one showed up and were looking for spice, and the Bad Batch had to go collect their right. spice. So the Pike Syndicate is a huge group. You don't mess with the Pikes. No. You don't mess with Black Sun. You don't mess with Crimson Dawn. And she's just a low kind of local dealer on mm-hmm. Ord Mantel and... I just feel like her, her the the need for someone like her might dry up or maybe maybe if she's yeah. not willing to do the more risky, shady stuff, then they don't want her. They're yeah. not going to use her. And if she's had this change of heart, it shifts her in a way that maybe she's someone a good candidate for the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. They need informants. They need someone who, who has intel and who knows about these people or knows about their safe houses or their routes or their pathways. I feel like she may be someone really good down the line. Yeah. For the rebellion but it's still early we're still way before that yeah so not exactly sure what's uh though. what's going down there so now yeah
1: you thoroughly enjoyed the race i know you were, i mean it's kind of some yeah. things you always know how it goes you know in the end they they make it but right. you're like sitting next to me sweating i was You,
0: i was loving it i was so it brought me back to pod racing yeah and it's it's definitely meant to to kind of feel like that. Uh sounds like a little bit, it's just riot racing. Yeah. You have to have quick and fast reflexes. Yeah. And you're thinking, Okay, they totally set us up for is Omega gonna step in there and do mm-hmm. this and maybe we find out that she has really quick um reflexes, mm-hmm. maybe force sensitive. That's the whole thing. We've been hinting at is mm-hmm. she force sensitive like Anakin mm-hmm. a little bit. Could she be someone who who could who could pod race or who could riot race? Yeah. And it turns out that nope, we're just gonna we're teasing you there, and it's gonna be tech. <laughs> but during the race, I kept thinking, I, yeah, this is exciting. I don't yeah. know if he's gonna win or how it was gonna work. It was going so fast that you could definitely see Tayo wasn't going to win yeah. that race for Sid when they started because they they cut away and she's instantly you're you're into the race. Here we go, we're already in yeah. it. And there was no time to build it up or yeah. get any hype or or whatever. So they lose. That makes Omega sort of make the decision to kind mm-hmm. of like Qui Gon Jin. I'm going to step in here and uh, and make another wager yeah. to free up Sid because Sid is being taken mm-hmm. uh, by Malegi. Malegi's yeah. got her and he's like I'm taking her, she's mine. Yeah. What was he going to do with her? I you? was going to say <laughs> Yeah, I mean what was his plan
1: with her? Like I don't know. maybe she does know stuff that is valuable and where I mean she definitely does but like for him. Yeah. That would help him more.
0: Yeah, it could be. It could be turn over your resources, your information, yeah, yeah. data, um, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even if she is a point where she has, she has, she has money, she, she has a flow yeah. of resources and jobs coming through. So all of those transfer over to his group or his, you know, um, mm-hmm. his control. Yeah. And then he's, he's sort of doubled his small little empire, if you will, or yeah. his network. Which sure. which would be interesting. So
1: like a forced collaboration. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Because you because you know she owes him. She owes him a lot. Yeah. So and anyway, so they they are able to clear this. But at, like I don't know why I enjoyed it so much. As they're going along, mm-hmm. I just kept thinking like, go tech. Yeah. We've done so in in the in season one. One of the little criticisms of season one of Bad Batch was that. They really just, you see them as a unit. Yeah. And you don't get a lot of individual time where mm-hmm. they're kind of breaking off doing their own thing. So this time, Echo and Hunter take a back seat and it's mm-hmm. Wrecker and Tech and it's really Tech. And right. to see that combination of Tech and Wrecker was, is cool because a lot of times it has been Tech and Echo together. Yeah. And Hunter and Wrecker. So they're just kind of mixing them around. And so we're getting uh, a little taste of the different combinations right. of the Bad Batch, which I think is mm-hmm. pretty neat. So. I mean, last episode was all crosshair and and really what was going on with him and everything, So, uh, and and Commander Cody. So now we're back to just two of them. So we've been away from Hunter and Echo for a little bit, but I feel like that bigger conversation is growing about what are they going to do? What is their place in all of this? Echo has been talking about how they could maybe help out people in need. There are people that need us. Let's go help those people. Yeah. And Omega's dealing with this idea that I'm – liability for them i don't know if i like what role is she going to play with Mm -hmm. the bad batch can she help them in any way so right because that didn't you ask the question how old is she Mm -hmm. right and yeah because
1: she's sitting in a bar a whole lot
0: yeah she's (laughs) she's sitting there in the bar just sort of chilling right yeah um with these guys but these are her brothers yeah and she's getting raised by her older brothers i mean younger brothers yeah she's technically older than them. crazy you know it's funny so she does have a lot to offer. Um, we started off with the Jajaric game, the, t- the hollow yeah, Chess game. Yeah. You were asking about that. You see yeah. that from time to time, mm-hmm. strategy game. And she definitely has really good intuition and yeah. understands tactics and strategy and all that kind of stuff, too. So just yeah, like tech, she's learning best, a lot yeah. from yeah, from yeah, tech. So And she'll continue to develop, I think, her, her abilities with uh, whether it's the bow caster or blaster or who knows what. Mm-hmm. She's got the energy bow that she shoots. So, I mean,
1: probably even in this episode, she learns a lot from tech. Yeah, yeah. That's why she's there. Yeah. For sure. She she has the role of, you know, I'm going to step in and say something about it. But also, she watches and hears what tech's doing, what his strategy is on this race.
0: Right. And she's kind of the moral compass a little bit Mm. for the Bad Batch. I mean, I know they're all really good, good people want to do the right thing. And you've got Echo. Um, they've got slight differences in maybe what they want to do, but she definitely is like, this is the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Sid has been there for us. We're going to be there for Sid. No, she's not, you're not taking Sid from us. Yeah. So, and then she may be the one who ends up getting hurt by Sid in the end because Sid betrays them for something that'll set her up for life. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what Han Solo goes through. He's like, he's, he's talking to Chewbacca in episode four. He's like, he's like, this could be it. We could be set up for, for a life. This yeah. gets outside of debt. Yeah. This this clears everything, and then we're back at it. We're, we're set yeah. up for life. Let's do this, buddy. And you don't want to see Sid get caught in to that sort of um, uh, option. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just because then, I mean, yeah, yeah, I also want her to clear all of her, any any debts or, or to have enough to kind of retire and, and step away from it or whatever, but yeah. she, I, I don't want her to risk everything and then, ruin her relationship with the bad batch i really like her relationship with them and i feel Mm -hmm. like this has been a cool thing where they come in they do their jobs and you know um roll out but Mm -hmm. uh yeah so i wonder too if she's working with anyone else because she has these guys working for but i wonder if she's got other people doing other jobs oh totally right because in her sort of cantina there it feels like her parlor yeah right
1: that's the place where they all meet and they're all hanging get out there jobs right. here and yeah. there
0: yeah a job comes up and then right and actually that's in the mandalorian too so grief karga uh when we start off with that you get a lot of bounty hunters in there just waiting for a puck to come through waiting mm-hmm. for a job yeah and dinjarin is there and he gets one and he's he seems to be br- br- you know bringing in quite a bit yeah um so yeah that seems like what what they're doing as well but mm-hmm. uh all in all i mean Teo was kind of funny this this, yeah. uh, this <laughs> the bickering with him and and right. tech yeah and he, he definitely seems like he knows uh, he knows what's up I mean he's not yeah. uh, he did not want to be left out of the I thought he was I thought they were just gonna make some adjustment because they they had repaired me too and then he gets yes. wrecked I, so, I thought
1: he was gonna go for the second race as well yeah
0: yeah but definitely not um, so it was really cool I didn't know that you could drop the guns on that so Tech was talking about the strategy and how mm-hmm. you you know move power. Around your vehicle yeah. is something that Han Solo sets up in episode four right away, which is like he's losing the rear deflector shield. Yeah. So you're diverting power back there. Yeah. You need to divert power from the guns back to the rear deflector shield or or from your shields to your guns or from right. to your to your um to your engines to get away faster. And that's a that's a common thing that they do in Star Wars and I just think it's really cool. Yeah. Every time they it do is. it. So Yeah.
1: And you know what I really enjoy in this um show? Mm-hmm the artwork it's great it's great to see little world building stuff where they have a little scene walking to the actual racing grounds through like a little city or or market or whatever it is right and you just see i mean i stopped and there's so many so much going on and it's it's awesome because i i kind of am looking into concept art and different things yeah, and it's fun. Yeah. and just seeing like the well put together i mean it's awesome they <laughs> they they're awesome i just yeah. can't say it enough they they have so the much talent that, the money for it and it looks right. just great and and i love how you can even see it's just the, the style is so great cuz you can even see little brush strokey things still in their like when you look at their um armor or helmets or it's just it looks amazing Mm -hmm. i think it looks it's a really cool style
0: right right yeah it was yeah it is and i think they've again they they knock it out of the park in terms of the animation and how how good this show um looks so i thought omega looked really good in this as well too she when we first saw her you were like man how old is she is she older Mm -hmm. and it does feel like she's older we don't always get a passing of Mm -hmm. time yeah yeah but it does feel like she's again she's a these are your teenage years where you go right. through puberty and you grow super fast yeah. and, you know, you get awkward, it's awkward and whatever. But I feel like that's, that's the time we see her right now. She is growing yeah. exponentially. Yeah. And she's going to, um yeah, the funny thing is that she did not go through the age acceleration <laughs> that her brothers went through. Yeah. And she's a generation one clone. Right. Um, you know, basically created from Django. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh uh, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. I, I would try to look up some other Easter eggs to see if there was anything extra in here, but um, there's really not. I feel like this is just totally to lay the uh, breadcrumbs for right. a Sid betrayal. Yeah, and and if people think differently, like let me know. But uh, I, I'm just I, I kind of feel like that's where it's at. So
1: yeah, good old good old racing episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was good. Again, it reminded you of swoop bike racing in yep. um, kind of the Knights of the Old Republic. It reminds you of. Uh, of of pod racing, as we yeah. said too. So yeah. All right. Well, hey, we're gonna switch gears here. We're gonna do some transmissions. We got some folks oh. who send us some yeah, some transmissions cool. and I would love to pop in Always here exciting. and just uh and read some of these. So thanks to everybody who does, you know, send these in. Uh been been epic reading them. And I told you guys if you do, we're gonna read them on the show. So feel free to send those in to Star Wars Hangout seventy seven at gmail dot com. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. This is from Tino. Uh we got Bad Batch Midichlorians. Do you remember what midichlorians are, sweetie?
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> being tested <laughs> explain it
0: no i'm sorry and uh, you by the way i don't want anyone to think that i'm being super you know like ez how dare you put her in the hot seat like that <laughs> no, no there's kidding. so many things in in star wars and i always want to ask and see like hey do you remember that there's so yeah. much stuff you have to re-watch and rewatch and like get into it it's, that is sort of what's intimidating and that yeah. like about it mm-hmm. and i think that's why people love the the companion guides, they love the tutorials, mm-hmm. they, they love the YouTube channels, and that's that's why, again, going back to when all those guys, even to, like, this past week, I had a couple of students come in, they were talking about Bad Batch, yeah. and they're like, yeah, it takes place, you know, right before Andor. I'm like, well, actually, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, i like, I hate to be that guy. <laughs> and I, and, and like, normally... Um, Normally, no. I let them, especially when they're talking, you hear them on the side talking politics. That's not my place. <laughs> like, i it's real super independent. You guys okay. do your thing, uh, make your mistakes, wade through that water, right? But I'm sorry, when it comes to Star Wars, and it's just the, the gentlest of corrections. Like, hey, let's uh, let's put the timeline up on the board real quick. <laughs> yeah. and go over and they're like, whoa, really that long before? I mean, just to show them I mean, in years. It's fun. Mr.
1: Kirk has like his um, little Jedi rope hanging in his closet in his classroom that he puts on real quick. Oh. To explain
0: my gosh what's well, actually true should i do that <laughs>
1: that would be so should funny. i literally have
0: it hanging in the closet where i'm like yeah. all right time out okay time out yeah. time out time out okay. we actually did a fun activity the other day where we were doing um we needed like a challenge activity and we watched an episode of clone wars mm-hmm. and we just broke down the vocabulary in it
1: you did yeah you was, tell me about it i
0: forgot until right now and i was like wow that was fun <laughs> that was fun so yeah That's watch awesome. me anyway i can i can weave in something <laughs> fun like star wars i will because it has such good themes and there's so many yeah cool things that you can take away from it and i i just i think it's good for kids really i sure. think it's i yeah. think it's a fun and they
1: don't even realize story. they're working they're yeah. doing something you know for their vocab.
0: right i mean yeah exactly and, and what's funny is you think about clone wars and some of the as you i i watch it through a different lens so tino one second get right back to your <laughs> question but as as you as you um as i was watching it and we were pulling vocabulary out i was like wow there is really good stuff in here that's yeah. building your vocabulary that you might not have known about yeah uh the different clone troopers and their squadrons and their battalion and what is a battalion how many right what does that mean uh how many uh, are in a battalion true i, I don't even we know started, yeah with around a thousand we started like look, wow. looking these things up and, and it was fun and i think it's it's good for kids and i know a lot growing up i know a lot of kids were some of my younger cousins and friends were looking it up they wanted to know what those things meant and they understood more about the military terminology yeah. or even um strategy and then more about the jedi it's there's just really good stuff right and really good themes of like light and dark and all that stuff you guys know it all it's great master and apprentice let's go all right uh so tino hey Ezinladi. hope all is well love the rebels rewatch episodes i'm also loving the bad batch reviews you talked about cloning in the last review and that was something my wife danielle and i talked about while watching as well we also think they need omega to make a viable host for the emperor okay hold on hold on let me stop here so yeah, this what? is, yeah, this is, this is all the kind of the, like, like the lead through. So, and I was, I was mentioning earlier in the episode, why would, why would Bad Batch connect? Well, how yeah. does it connect to things later, whether it be rebels, uh, and or Obi-Wan, it's not going to be as connected to those things. I don't mm-hmm. think it's really again showing you the storm, the, sorry. Yeah. Bringing in of stormtroopers, phasing out the clone troopers, yeah. what happened after, right after order 66, give us some of that story. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing it through Mount Tantis. They've been showing us that connection. We know later on. It's I saw a really interesting short or TikTok the other day where they said more Star Wars can fix and help Star Wars. It is the way George Lucas set this up is he wrote episodes four, five and six and he knew they were the middle of the story. Yeah. Right. He knew it was four, five and six. Right. He knew there was an episode one, two and three. Right. And he wants to go back and, and so writing more episodes one, two and three helped him with the rest of it. Yeah. So there is there is a part of it that is not super architectural, right? Like saying, hey, I know everything that's already going to happen yeah. and I, I can connect all the dots and pieces. No, it grows also as well. Right. I think when he does his trilogies, he does have a going from this point to that point. Uh, like he, he's, he's writing with an end point, if you will. Right. Which is which is really cool. But there are mystery boxes like the force. And, and things that happened in, in the past mm-hmm. and prophecies and all that kind of stuff that are in Star Wars that make it cool and things that you can always kind of add to the mystery. So one of them is chlorians. One of them is now, regardless of what you think about the sequels, mm-hmm. they did set up a bring back of, of Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, And they brought him back as like a clone. Yeah. Right? They, they bring him back. He, he, he is destroyed. His essence is then transferred. We're going to get into that later. Mm-hmm. And he is brought back and he's trying to find a host. So right. Rey is the host that he thinks he needs yeah and that's someone of his bloodline mm-hmm. that could uh kind of support his immense force yeah. power then we talked about this a little bit yeah we did right just and this is exactly what tino's talking about the yeah. conversation we had the other day where we were talking about how the host you know you have so much force essence or power that you need someone who can kind of contain all that so here's his big theory my big theory about the bad batch is that the empire will fall in about 20 years just kidding I mean, that's what happens. Okay. Okay, that's funny. funny. Um, I actually had a question for Ez. Since you talked so much about midichlorians last episode, I wanted to pose this thought or theory that I've had for a while. When Palpatine tells Anakin about Darth Plagueis, Palpatine says that Plagueis could manipulate the midichlorians to create life is Palpatine low-key telling Anakin that he was created by the dark side? We know that Shmi said Anakin had no father. This could possibly explain why his midi-chlorian count is so high, because he wasn't just Force-sensitive. He was created using midichlorians. What do you think? Am I tripping? Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Mm. Love the podcast, Tino. So, Tino, first of all, thanks. Tino's awesome. Always supported the podcast, podcasting projects, and always has good thoughts and questions. So, Thank appreciate Thank you, this. Tino. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this for a second. There is a, I think it's other, people debate this. Is the Darth Plagueis book, the Plagueis book, is it canon or is it not? <laughs> um, some people would say it's, it's not a debate. Disney came out and said that it's Mm -hmm. Legends. And the only things that were canon were the movies and the animated TV series. Yeah. Right. So because then they built their own books, their own lore, their own thing. But there have been times where they bring back in story that is based in Legends and Mm -hmm. they repurpose it. And they add on to it, and it becomes sort of canon. Now, because okay. in that book, there's a there's a Plagueis book where literally Darth Plagueis is working on manipulating midi and trying to create life, trying to extend his own life.
1: Wow. Oh. And
0: yeah, ex- huh, yeah. And in the in the films, in Episode Three, Palpatine says, you know, he's asking, have you have you heard right of, of Darth Plagueis? Have you heard and it's something the Jedi wouldn't teach him, so he wouldn't know about it? Yeah. And he talks about how Darth Plagueis was betrayed by his apprentice, which is Palpatine. Palpatine's talking about his old wow. master and he's but he's not telling him that this is who he is. He's just saying, mm-hmm. "Have you heard uh, of him?" and then, "Have you heard of this of this epic where he's betrayed by his 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 apprentice, but they both were studying how to manipulate midichlorians how to create life if you will and, yeah. and, and to save someone that you know from dying, which is what yeah. Anakin wants to do." That's the yeah. whole yeah, that's the whole. Yes. Yeah. So,
1: wow, and he I mean, that means Palpatine actually could have helped him not really he, at this stage and he knows yeah. it's just a mm-hmm. kind of like a story to to get him over to his side but i mean in the long run oh absolutely could have
0: well and that's that that's the thing it's 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 a um yeah it's it's like this is what he knew wow. it took to bring anakin to the dark side but yet it was not something he would even if palpatine figured it out he's like mm-hmm. that's for me bro yeah. i'm not bad True. i mean like i'm going to figure that out <laughs> and i don't want you to take over i want to be a sith lord forever yeah. you can forever be my apprentice yeah which right? is
1: outrageous like how why it's unfair right No, it's no, outrageous
0: why? that's what Anakin says to to uh to, to Mace Windu when yeah. he's trying to bring oh him okay the council. yeah
1: now, I, I mean how does Lord Vader always how is he always okay with being you know never being number one but like I'm just doing mm-hmm. this for Palpatine yeah and, and so just,
0: actually remember yeah, we were, re- we were reading some of the Dr. Afra stuff and yeah. he Vader does yeah. start to and even in the film he when he calls out to Luke mm-hmm. he says together you and I mm-hmm. right could rule the galaxy yeah and so he is prepared to take over yeah okay and destroy him at some point but he's yeah. sort of plotting and figuring out when and yeah, okay. and you need a good reason to i mean yeah at what point uh, does does yeah it's it's sort of it's actually luke and this connection to family that i think propels vader back into an yeah. ambitious sort of mindset where he's yeah. like okay i'm going to take over now in legends and canon there was like his apprentice star killer and he he always was trying to take over and, okay. and beat palpatine but definitely i think there is it. so in the Plagueis book it is talked about that he uses um he is, he is studying he's almost like a mad scientist studying about midichlorians and how can you manipulate life he brings mm-hmm. in certain other you know force sensitives and and uh it does experiments on them what i have read and what i think i remember from that book is that they were kind of saying that the force responded to darth Plagueis. Okay. To the Sith, that the light side, because the dark side was learning this power and learning how to manipulate life and create sort of um, yeah, yeah, a power that would make him immortal, the light side rose up or created a champion, mm-hmm. Anakin. Anakin. If that makes sense. Right. So that, now that is you, know, you go back and forth because, as Sino is saying people debate this. They're like, no, 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 no. What about the idea then that Palpatine learned this from his master or that mm-hmm. Plagueis or that Palpatine sort of did something to Shmi and did experiment from afar and, and, and created like life in her? Yeah. Um. There is a comic book that comes out. There was some weird Mad Vader vision where Palpatine was standing behind Shmi, Mm -hmm. doing some crazy Sith work and created life, and that could have been Anakin. Wow. Which is wild. Um. I believe the way that that story. (laughs) I. I know. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Maybe the way I described that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that wasn't the best. I mean, literally I'll I'll pull it. You guys go look it up. There's a comic where it's just like, he's, he's, you know, Sith magic (laughs) is going on anyway. All right. We try to keep this PG, you know what I mean? But sometimes we can't help it. Um, thanks Tino for getting us into this, but, uh, yeah. So it's it's a trippy one to go back and forth on. Was he created by the dark side? It's sort of like what they tried to do in The Force Awakens where Luke Skywalker retreats and he steps away. After mm-hmm. Kylo Ren, Ben Solo first, Ben Solo falls to the dark side. A great champion of the dark side mm-hmm. arises and that is Ben Solo. Yeah. So Luke Skywalker's like, I know I'm the champion of the light side. <laughs> yeah. I know that I am this person, but I am tired or I'm like, I don't really like the way that they necessarily did this, but it is what they did. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so they said that you know Luke decided I'm going to go to Ahch-To. He goes to that planet, right? Yeah. And he retreats and cuts himself off from the Force so that the Force could awaken in Rey.
1: Oh, so find a new it champion would find of a new a champion. Yes, oh, okay. and it would and
0: it would exactly. And so what it does and what ends up being canon in Disney is that the new champion is Rey, who is Palpatine's granddaughter. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Wild. Yeah. So Darth Vader's grandson is the champion of the dark side and Palpatine's granddaughter is champion of the light side. Yeah. Twisted. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's almost like I wish it would have still could have been like that, but not bring Palpatine back. I just, I just, yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. Whatever. We're not going to get into all of that. But so... That's sort of what has been implied with the Plagueis book. Back when it mm-hmm. was, you know, when it came out and people were talking about it, it's sort of like because the Sith were doing all of this weird manipulation and yeah. and and creating life and trying to prolong life, it's almost like the light side countered them yeah. and said, "Boom, here's Anakin." Yeah and he's he's the chosen one yeah the force and that's what the prophecy sort of talks about with uh, you know mace uh, windu yoda mm-hmm. um, the boy who's who you know would bring balance right to the force so the reason that works is because he's balancing what the what the sith lords the current sith lords are doing yeah and so and then ultimately he will bring balance to the force sorry you see that by defeating the sith which some people are like well it creates an imbalance because the sith are gone and now it's just the jedi <laughs> but whatever i mean it's it's uh prophecies are meant to be i think kind of yeah mysterious right and
1: Inter-
0: interpreted have
1: room for interpretation yeah room yeah. for
0: interpretation and stuff like that so anyway this is a great one because i feel like people can it, it maybe maybe someone has a different thought and hopefully this is you're sitting there and thinking like ez got this wrong or mm-hmm. maybe he's got this right or he's he's close and you want to write in because i did not get a chance to really do a lot of digging and research on this one uh before we read it i wanted to make sure i got this out here for tino and for folks to kind of consume and think about because it is a cool question. And it has been in the comic. Uh, I'll put a link to the comic down below in the description so you guys can go pull up that comic where Vader has the vision. And it was for a hot second. You know, the Star Wars community was like, whoa, 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 this changes canon, right? They were like, mm-hmm. Palpatine created Anakin, confirmed. And then it was sort of like the next, you know, the next um, comic sort of was like, nah, that was just a, a vision, a dream. It's not necessarily real, but why put it there? I mean, Whatever, it's just one of those one of those things. I think it was even in the script. I think there was actually a debate about this in the episode 3 script. You guys let me know. I think George Lucas could have gone both ways with this. Because the Plagueis book doesn't matter. The, the, the Plagueis book is actually just something that they wrote after the fact to kind of fit in. It fit into, you know, um, Star Wars canon or lore. But whatever George Lucas was doing, whatever his idea for the chosen one for Anakin that was what was more important, mm-hmm. and even if Palpatine was create, you know, did create Anakin and Shmi, if you want to go with that, right? Then Qui Gon Jinn was still like the, the stand-in fa- father figure that he needed. Yeah, and yeah. that duel of fates that took place when when Palpatine's apprentice struck down Qui Gon Jinn, then he, th- then now Anakin is raised by like a, a more like an older brother figure who mm-hmm. who's not ready yet. It was not mature enough, like Qui Gon, to lead someone like that and be everything that he needed uh to stay true on the light side and be a true champion of the light he then falls to the dark side right and it's through his family and it's through luke and that connection back to padme that brings him back to the light yeah so it's star wars is so trippy it's got so many different elements what are you looking up i see you looking at something you want to hear
1: something funny yeah 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 maybe it's me maybe i'm wrong but i think the whole conversation when you said do you remember what midichlorians 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 are yeah. i think you never explained it actually after oh we started gosh. talking about it sorry and, you know i i understood what it was when you kept talking <laughs> you kept, kept you no know, you kept talking about it and yeah, i was like yeah, oh yeah. okay i remember those like almost like dust particles but not really you know like yeah. the dust particles in, in blood in in um his oh. dark materials were oh you know, yeah, dust yeah, around yeah. it but yeah, yeah. not really now i read up on it that is super interesting, and it's uh-huh. a, it's it reminds you a little bit of um mito mitochondria, like yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. almost like a little right. A, and uh, the way uh, they look in this artwork here is cool, and this is what they and you probably, I mean, you know this and no, say it, it, say it, say This is good. This is good. It hit me again. This is what they. This is what they experiment with blood samples that they harvested from Grogu, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole, that's tie, the whole in tie into in. Grogu, Mandalorian. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So as Tino was suggesting, like you're talking about cool. cloning, you're talking about could you create someone who has more a higher midi yeah. count, yeah. and thus is force sensitive. Yeah. You know, because Palpatine clones himself, and his clones don't seem to be force sensitive. Yeah. His his um Ray's father didn't have the force. Yeah. He couldn't use it. Yeah. And even though you you he's a direct clone. From Palpatine, why, right? So that's the whole thing. They're trying to figure that out. Can you do yeah. that? And that's the mystic sort of mm-hmm. mystery part of it. That y- you know, you you, you really can't. Cl- you, you can't. Or if you get close to it, as I suggested with uh, Plagueis, then the Force will counter. Wow. Um, or maybe it's none of that. And it is just you know, it is just that like he's the chosen one, and he was yeah. uh, created by the Force. I mean, Shmi says it. There was no father. Yeah, can't explain it. So, yeah, it's, it's a good one, Tino, and I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, again, midichlorians, oh, the thing I never explained to you, sorry, in episode <laughs> one, uh, Qui-Gon looks at Anakin and he's, they're impressed by yeah. his ability to pod race and that he can yeah. almost see things before they mm-hmm. happen, and he is... Um, uh, what does he say to the council? He's encountered divergence in the force. He's, yeah. he's, the, he's been brought to this boy for a reason. This boy has been brought to us. He checks right. his blood count. He checks for his midichlorian count. Right. And he has more midichlorians than even Master Yoda. His
1: midichlorian level surpassed all Jedi, including yeah. Grand Master Yoda.
0: Yeah. Over 20,000, <laughs> I think they say. Yeah. I know. It's reminding you of, uh, of Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Over 9,000. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. no, 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 well over 9,000, um, 20,000. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? I mean, any any additional thoughts on, on midichlorians uh, or Anakin being the chosen one? I'll go do some research. Maybe we'll do a follow-up conversation about mm-hmm. this uh, where I can go back because I haven't read the Plagueis book in a long time and I haven't even read the some of the deleted scenes mm-hmm. from episode three and the script leaks where they talk about the script and mm-hmm. what, what George Lucas was debating about. I think yeah. he was... I think he contemplated the idea that Palpatine would reveal mm-hmm. to Anakin that he was his father. Whether that's a lie, whether he, that was was a lie mm-hmm. that we didn't know the answer, whether it was true or not, right. or it was the truth, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And one of those things that he was sort of um, playing around with in his mind. Yeah. So I'll see if we can find some links and resources to that. But great conversation, Tino. You know. uh, Jack also sent us one too. I want to read this real quick for him. So, we got, uh, he says, big shout out to you two for getting up early to do the Bad Batch episodes. We Ooh, did not this week no. because we had collaboration after collaboration oh, this yeah. week. It was Crazy. wild. It um, fun. It was, yeah, it was, it. it was great. So, Jack, thank you for, for writing in and telling us that he said some serious dedication. Also, super excited to hear further up might be starting back. And guess what? It is out there. If you guys are into our Narnia podcast, we do this with Lane and Seria. Uh, Lane and Saria. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> they talk get different today. names every time. They're like, what do we us. call them? Sometimes. Um, uh,
1: Lara S- insane. Lara insane. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lara insane. They happen so fast. My mind. Ooh. Uh, it it uh, it. Literally. Your I mind res- is pod racing. It is, but I yeah i just keep i mean i have like certain like file folders that have to stay open for star wars so other stuff just gets kind of shifted over and it's like yeah we do sorry that's not important star wars here you go that's so funny it's like one half of my brain is. yeah if
1: you you imagine um the movie inside out with all the little people in your brain and they're they they're having like this star wars screen on all the time all the time all the time. 24-7. And then there's right. some other stuff over here. A little bit of Lottie right. over here. And then Star Wars on the big screen. <laughs> Yo, no. no. Now, Lottie's, Lottie's, a big, Lottie's a big part of that
0: screen. It, it, but I will say, if she ever sees me drifting off, I she just, she can just fill in the blank. He's thinking looking. about Star Wars. Yeah, He is imagining himself standing there <laughs> watching the, uh, but I the, heard, the twin suns set on Tatooine.
1: I heard a lot of men also have this awesome screen where there's nothing. Really? Just nothingness. You really? Know? There's nothing. Which is awesome. Like... Really? You know how I guess sometimes, and it's not like men or women or whatever, mm-hmm. but like yeah. some people just have constant thoughts, never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know ne- you it's never shutting up up there. And yeah, then some I, just you... have this awesome place where hey. there's nothing.
0: Master Ugwe. Just peace. Inner peace. Yeah. <laughs> inner peace. Or who is so. that? No, it was actually uh, Master Ugwe had found it. Yeah. but the other one was trying to—he was trying to find it. Oh, uh, the little raccoon or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, Oh name.
1: my gosh, I loved him.
0: Yeah, he was so cool. Uh, but he was always Chifu, Master Shifu. Yeah, Chifu. He was always trying to go inner peace. Yeah, yeah, inner <laughs> yeah. Peace.
1: When when Poe was doing po something. Was,
0: yeah, exactly. Oh, so. yep. Talk about a way You could take that into Star Wars mm-hmm. and find um, some Jedi Master who was struggling with his apprentice and trying to seek oh, inner yeah. peace <laughs> while the apprentice is all over yep. the place, but um, yeah, Jack, thank you so much, appreciate that, we are we are super happy to be back doing for, further up, uh, so Sarah, Lane, Lottie, myself are doing that, and uh, it's going to be coming out, I think we're meeting once a month, kind of, mm-hmm. and we're going to be dropping that episode, as well as we're dropping Up Talk and Tolkien, we're doing the Silly Marillion over there, mm-hmm. so if you're interested in that, we have been covering the Merillion is what that is, but we call it the Silly Marillion, because... I'll never
1: would have guessed
0: that. Yeah, so... so, so, so crazy time over there um, where we and again, my mind doesn't have room to go dig into all that lore because I got all this Star Wars stuff I got to (laughs) keep intact. So there's that. But hey, friends, again, always uh, if you get a chance, uh, it it helps the show send us a a transmission. I'm going to be dropping. I'm actually getting into another workout program (gasps) that I wanted to tell folks about. I'm going to do a more formal drop on this, but I was super excited. Uh, Paul reached out to me. I'll talk more about Paul later and it was sort of the like the trooper workout a uh, clone trooper go. workout. Yeah, no, He did one for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series where it was like an eight-week program. This is like a 12-week thing. And uh, since we're doing the Bad Batch and everything, I thought I would give it a try and, and stuff. So I'll let you guys know how that workout's going and, and send links uh, next episode to kind of introduce it. But at the tail end of this, I wanted to mention that that's something we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love when things have a Star Wars theme and I can just go. Right. It's that's way just too, fun. You make it fun. Yeah. You it, make you,
1: something that is sometimes hard to follow through. Yeah. You make it fun and exciting. So... You know, you, you make sure you just enjoy yeah. that part of your life. And it kind of it, yeah. Don't
0: you feel like sometimes it's when you do those things, just like with your artwork sometimes, mm-hmm. or when we do the podcast for Shell Cottage Radio, yeah. it's an extension of that story that you love so yeah. much. Yeah. Same thing with Always. this podcast. This is yeah. another way for me to talk about it yeah. and go back and forth with Tino or any of these guys in terms right. of what they think about Star Wars. Uh, by the way, Kayla, shout out to Kayla for signing up over on Patreon. Literally, Kayla. thank you so You're much. You're so awesome. How do I get... I need Kayla's thoughts on everything. Yeah. So if you get a chance, shout out to her. She's wonderful. And I appreciate her for just supporting our projects and stuff like that. It just yeah. dawned on me because I just started that all up and we're getting it all fired up. But yeah, yeah as the Mandalorian gets closer, I would love... To anyone who supports us over on Patreon, would love to bring you guys on for a council session mm-hmm. and just just chat. Get a special shirt for that. Yeah, special shirt. I mean, really, kind of early on, I'm, I'm being a little bit more. Anybody at any any way that you can support it, like it just sort of gets the hype sort of increased, and, and then it's just it's just fun, you know. Yeah. So talking to Paul too, I might try to have Paul on the uh, uh, on on the on the cast as well, and then other Star Wars content creators who are lined up for the Mandalorian.
1: I which mean. As is building something big over here, so it's in the early stages. Be a part of it. Yeah, it's in the <laughs> early stages, but we
0: are we are on a on a mission right now, and so he's building uh, a new empire. Yeah, it's so cool too because early on, it's nice to like know people who were here. This is this is my final Star Wars project. You know what I mean? This yeah. is this is my one and only. Like I've I've started off on different ventures with different folks, and and been I've been in the community for a long time doing it. True. But I will always do this podcast. This is like. Something that I love. And Lottie knows this. I mean, if you guys didn't see the lightsaber video, by the way, on Instagram, <laughs> I have more lightsaber videos coming because I am just, I'm working on a little, um, uh, some cosplay between, you know, Lottie and myself for mm-hmm. Star Wars Celebration. Maybe not this year, but the following year. This one's in London and we have some, we have some things, some reasons why we maybe can't go. Oh, am sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's all fine. Uh, but we are, we are definitely excited for it. And yeah, we just have a lot of fun stuff coming in yeah. the future. I, I just... Star Wars is my life, uh, Harry Potter is our life, and we just love these fandoms. We love being, you know, doing this type of stuff. So yeah. as we get off here, literally the next thing I'm doing is making some Harry Potter hangout shorts and making some Star Wars shorts. Mm-hmm. And some of you are probably like, "Wow, Ez makes a lot of shorts in terms of like not the shorts you wear, by the way." I'm talking about <laughs> short little videos, okay? And uh, they're they're good. I can smell, it.
1: I can smell it. There's a stink bug in here. Or the, I'm so the one sorry, who, I it's the the one did who killed it. I did. Did you I, put it in I
0: there? Order 66 it and I did put it in that trash can. I, I told am, you not ah, to. It.
1: I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. Is it that bad? Yes, I told you. I cannot stand. Really? It.
0: I didn't think I can't smell them. Oh so I don't no, come
1: over here. Come, well, come
0: I, over here. Well, the podcast is ending. Hold on. You got oh come over here and you can say, May the force uh, be with you. So no, we're just we're ending the podcast. Okay. okay. So friends, hey, we love you guys. Thank you guys so much. And uh as always, may the force be with you.